It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Your voice, your vote, 2020. Special coverage on Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News, and it is your voice, your vote. Uh, important to note today, uh, on this date in 1215, uh, Magna Carta uh, was issued, which, of course, uh, for early Americans, the, the Magna Carta and the Declaration of Independence were really that verbal representation uh, of what liberty was and what government could be and should be in terms of protecting people rather than oppressing the people. And whether that's uh, the right to, to worship or the freedom of the press uh, and all of those things, uh, an important date to note. And it's important for all of us. Uh, you should have your ballot. And if you haven't, you can uh, request it up until the 19th and uh, register that way and then be an informed voter. And make sure you do it right. We've had a couple of texters say, make sure you sign your ballot. Uh, There is a place for your signature there. Sign it uh, and uh, get ready to go because it does matter. Utah's in a a very fascinating spot right now. And your voice and your vote will actually determine where we go. We've talked about how coronavirus is impacting the campaigns, what they'll do down the home stretch. I think all the races from the governor's race on down will tighten. Uh, over the next couple of days, and then it's going to be who actually casts the ballot. So uh, be informed and uh, make it happen today. Uh, Also important to note today, in addition to uh, being Magna Carta Day, it's also Deseret News Day. It is the birthday of the Deseret News. 170 years ago today, uh, it was launched in a very small prospectus. Uh, But a powerful one, so I thought we better get the King of News guy in the studio, Uh, our friend and colleague, Doug Wilkes, the editor of the Deseret News. Doug, thanks for joining us today. Always good to be with you, Boyd. Thanks for the happy birthday wish. (laughs) (laughs) You can extend that to to all in the building today. Uh, And it, it is important. It's so fascinating, really, to look back and think 170 years and that one of the first things they did in this valley as we get prepared to celebrate Pioneer Day and all of those things coming up in July, that one of the first things they did was establish a newspaper. Well, when you think about it, you know, the pioneers carried a, a printing press, um, and it's over in the uh, History Museum, but they carry that by wagon into the Salt Lake Valley and, you know, within only a, a short amount of time while we're still the state of Deseret, this large western yeah. uh, area. Yeah, they want people to understand what the news is and uh, things that can build a community. Yeah, so interesting in this uh, in this very first uh, edition of the Deseret News, uh, just eight pages in length. Uh, but I want to hit just a couple of things and have you respond to it in terms of that legacy and what does it actually mean today? Uh, the per- perspective starts out uh, with the Deseret News motto, truth and liberty. Uh, and then the, this was the uh, initial call out. We propose to publish a small weekly sheet as large as our local circumstances will permit, called Deseret News. Designed originally to record the passing events of our state and in connection refer to the arts and sciences, embracing general education, medicine, law, divinity, domestic and political economy, and everything that may fall under our observation. 
which may tend to promote the best interest, welfare, pleasure, and amusement of our fellow citizens. You know, it's a it's a fascinating beginning, and um, we haven't strayed too far from that original um, truth and liberty motto. Um, the one thing that really strikes me with that is to to promote the best interest, right? It's not just news for news' sake mm. or gossip. It's we're going to give you information that you can use to better your life, and we're going to find the best ideas, whether it's in science or religion or wherever it may be. And we've extended that now um, across the nation and really the world to find the best practices. Yeah, and it, it's so critical. That that pursuit of truth uh, is so critical. I, I love the fact that even back then they uh, they reference this idea in terms of observation. Uh, and I've always valued that out of the Deseret News. And uh, I've been here for almost two and a half years now. And, and I see uh, how our journalists go after the truth and what they observe and what they see and then trying to help it make sense uh, to the citizens of the state. Well, truth is an interesting concept, right? It's 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 the province of divinity to seek truth. But in the journalism world, um, they often talk about it being the first draft of history. Mm. But one thing that's unique is that you can say you can write something that's accurate, but it might be false. Mm -hmm. In other words, if you quote one person who has a point of view and another person who has a point of view, sometimes that's characterized as balance. But both points of view might not be um, uh, representative of the true principles involved. And we try to get to the principle, yeah. which gets you closer to truth. Yeah. And it has just become so complicated. I want to talk about that in, in just a second. I do have to have a, a little bit of uh, humor here because I, again, as you said, Doug, they, they hauled this printing press <laughs> across the barren desert uh, and across the plains here to the valley. Uh, and then they even had a little fun in that uh, opening thing, a little bit of poetry uh, as they talked about that, uh, there's a, the poetry is called To My Friends in the Valley. Uh, Let all who would have a good paper, their talents and time ne'er abuse, since tis said by the wise and the humored, the best in the world is Deseret News. <laughs> so they even had a little fun back then. Well, you have to attract readers somehow, right? So <laughs> That's right. Throw a little poetry in there at that time. Uh, yeah. I love that. Not all bad. right. So now, now let's now let's dive in a little bit in terms of where we are today. Uh, so as you look uh, at your role and your interesting pioneering connection, if you think back to the early editors of the Deseret News, up to you sitting in that chair today, uh, what's changed and what do you hope we save uh, from that legacy, and what has to keep improving moving forward? Well, there's a real journalism ethic about giving voice to the voiceless. But this is a unique time for journalism. Yeah. Um, there's been basically some revolts in newsrooms where um, the younger journalists want a more um, advocate role. They want to mm -hmm. give, you know, raise their own voices and give their own point of view. And the older guard is saying, well, look, we're trying to be objective in what we're doing. News, uh, cable TV news has catered to a specific audience. And a lot of people have talked about that dividing the country. Yeah. So there's really a need to build understanding versus advocacy and then letting people understand different points of view. And we're seeing it in what's happening now with uh, Black Lives Matter, with the COVID crisis. Can we use information uh, for good um, to build understanding? And from that, um, that requires listening rather than mm. rather than uh preaching if you will or yeah. lecturing right right yeah i think uh i think the days of uh the the elite especially on the east coast i think we tend to feel that a little bit more that there's we'll tell you what's important and why it matters and if we want your opinion we'll we'll give it to you 
you've described really this environment where the real role is to present the truth and then create space for that conversation to happen. Yeah, I mean, opinions are necessary, and you want those opinions and uh, op-eds, as yeah. it were. You want to seek out those voices. But the debate now is, well, who deserves to have a voice and who deserves to be heard? Mm-hmm. When really uh, what we need to do is to listen, and can we listen to those who are being oppressed or struggling? Yeah. Um, and so sometimes it's worth taking a step back and not being sort of the voice of authority telling you what you need to know, but listening to the less fortunate to say, okay, I'm going to hear you now. How can we make change? Yeah, fantastic. Doug Wilkes, editor of the Deseret News. Uh, a long a long line of uh, great editors there, and uh, Doug fits that bill as we humorously refer to him and affectionately refer to him as the king of news guy. Uh, But he is the guy that helps us stay on path in terms of that pursuit of truth every day. Appreciate it, Doug. Thank you, Boyd. All right. uh, Big happy birthday to the Desert News. 170 years strong, and uh, we hope for uh, 170 more to go. So just uh, the end of the beginning, let's call it that. Just uh, just ramping up there. Much more to cover. All right. We're going to go ahead and step aside for bottom of the hour news. When I come back, you don't want to miss this conversation with Rabbi Gerwitz. Making a miracle and tapping into generosity. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. We'll be right back. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America, but this story is still unfolding. I'm Andreas Martin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.